0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Wonderful. You are welcome to this great morning that the Lord has made. This morning that the Lord has given to us. Hallelujah. Mighty God. I believe that <clears throat> every day is an opportunity to exercise your faith. It's an opportunity to, to do something. That will take you towards your destiny. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, last time we were talking about the faith. I think faith that conquers. Yes. Yeah, we are talking about the faith that conquers. I think we need to dwell on faith for some time. Because um, there, is, there is need for our faith to be revived again. In the Lord, in in his in his um, word. And if you are going to walk with God, if you are going to manifest the kingdom, you need to understand that it it requires faith. Amen? The the patriarchs that we so admire stood out because of their faith. Because of their faith in the Lord. And there have been times, I mean, we've seen... Over time, that faith has been corrupted. You know, faith has been corrupted. Um, but, like we said, there is a faith that was once delivered and produced certain results um, in the lives of of um, our forefathers of faith, our forefathers in the spirit, and we need to. From time to time, look into these things. You see, when you begin to study the fathers of faith, when you begin to look into their lives, you begin to tap the things that they were able to access. There are different ways to study the Bible. Very, I mean... There are various ways you can study the Bible. But one of the ways you can study the Bible is by studying the lives of people. That's a biographical approach to Bible study. Do you understand? So when we're talking of faith, we can also take maybe a character. Like last time we were looking at Joshua and the Jericho experience. Isn't it? Yeah. So you can take, you can take somebody that... Uh, somebody whose life models a particular aspect of faith, and as you zero into that life, you are able to draw out certain treasures because all of them are in Scripture. Because their lives have lessons for us, there are there are treasures in their lives, if I will put it that way. So as we go as we go into that. Um, you will see that there is much you can glean from their lives. So I want us to look at um, Rahab. I want us to look at Rahab. And and, um, if we look at Hebrews chapter 11. Last time we looked at Hebrews chapter 11 verse 30. Let's look at verse 31 today. (laughs) Hebrews eleven thirty one, it says, "By faith, the hallowed Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she received the spies with peace." By faith, the hallowed Rahab did not perish. So there is a kind of faith that does not allow you to perish. Okay, when you, look at, when you look at the life of Rahab, you will see that she had a kind of faith that will not allow you to perish. So, it's not just about bringing the walls of Jericho down, like Joshua did. But there is a faith that says, I will not perish. <laughs> Don't you like that? Yeah. So there's a faith that, okay, there is a sentence on the masses. (laughs) Are you following me? Yeah, there's a sentence on the masses. There are things, uh, there there is judgment. Let's put it that way. There is judgment upon all the inhabitants of Jericho. But one person, one person, had the faith that could say, I will not perish with everyone else. And that's the kind of faith that says, my case is different. Okay? That's the kind of faith that says, my case is different. How many times have you heard me say, my case is different? How many people have said it as well? Come on. Yeah. My case is different. Say, "My my case is different. Hallelujah. Because I have the faith that will prevent me from perishing. Yeah, everything might go against you. Do you understand? Everything might go against you and everybody might be against you. It's immaterial if you have this kind of faith. It's immaterial if you have the kind of faith that says, I will not perish. By faith. The harlot Rahab did not perish. And notice how the Bible puts it. The harlot. Hello? Can you be more unrighteous than that? (laughs) By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish. Now, if a harlot can have this faith and not perish, what about you? The righteousness of God in Christ. Come on. Yeah? You better not get to heaven and Rahab rebukes you. <laughs> For not having faith. Huh? You better, not, you better not perish before time. Then you get to heaven, Rahab says, what happened to you? Couldn't you just have faith? (laughs) So there is a faith that it doesn't matter your state. It can stop you. It can prevent you from perishing. That's what I'm talking about. So all the odds are against you. All the odds are against you. Everything has been stacked against you and there is no way to escape. With that kind of situation, you need this kind of faith. (laughs) Because that's not the time. How many people know that when you are faced with that, that's not the time to have faith for healing? Yeah. You need faith for healing when you are sick. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. You need faith for healing when you are sick. But when you are surrounded like this, when there is a sentence, when everything is stacked up against you, the kind of faith you need is the faith that says, I will not perish. I will not perish. Despite what I see, despite what is coming against me, despite what has been set up against me, despite all the conspiracies against me, despite all, that, all the manipulations and all of that against me, this faith, I'm telling you, will take you out. It will take you out. So when you, when you have this kind of faith, the way you pray is not the same as a person who, who is just like trying to be healed. So, by faith, the hallowed. I wonder why the Bible used, allowed that word. Because at least, by faith, she was now righteous. But who, why is there still a reference of her past? Why would God do that? Why would God put it in his book? Why? Because God wants you to see God wants you to see that it does not matter your past. It does not matter your past. He can take you out. Are you getting me? So when the enemy comes to you and rehearses your past to you, you can quote this verse to him. You can quote this verse to him and tell him, by faith the harlot Rahab did not perish. And so if a harlot could have faith and not perish with my past which is even under the blood I will not perish. How is that? So let's look at let's look look a little more into her life. Bible says by faith the hallowed Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. So you see there is those who do not believe. Right? But she received the spice with peace. Let's go to the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 2 Joshua chapter 2 Verse 1, Now Joshua the son of Nun sent out two men from Acacia Groove to spy secretly, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. So they went and came to the house of a harlot named Rahab and lodged there. Hmm? And it was told the king of Jericho, saying, Behold, men have come here tonight from the children of Israel to search out the country. So the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who come to you, who have entered your house, for they have come to search out all the country. Then the woman took the two men and hid them. Now, question Did they ask to be hidden? Did they? This lady was smart. Somebody say opportunity. opportunity. She saw an opportunity <laughs> to escape. Right? Yeah, she saw immediately this is my opportunity. You know, there, you know many hearts are in need not because they choose to. Circumstantially, they find themselves in that condition. Am I correct? At least when you hear some of their testimonies, they'll tell you that no, it's not. You know, I didn't, I didn't plan this. Whatever, whatever. Different, different things you hear. So many of them dream of getting out of that kind of lifestyle. That's why I don't understand how. Anyway, let's not go there. Glory, glory. Okay. So, she she said, Yes, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And it happened as the gate was being shut, When it was dark that the men went out, where the men went, I do not know. Pursue them quickly, for you may overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hidden them with the stacks of flax, which she had laid in order on the roof. Then the men pursued them by the road to the Jordan, To the fords, and as soon as those who had pursued them had gone, they shut the gate. Now, therefore, they lay down, and she went before she, sorry, now before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Hello. Who is talking? The the hallowed says, I know. It's not, I believe. You know there's a difference between belief and knowing. Yes? Yeah. So you believe because you don't see. Alright? We walk by faith, not by sight. Right? So you believe something. Maybe you see it in the spirit, maybe you see it with your eyes of faith, but you believe because you cannot see it yet physically. But the moment you see it, you know. You know, you don't believe. You know your bag is next to you. You don't, you don't believe it is there. Alright? You know you are holding a phone. You don't believe you are holding a phone. Why? Because you have, it's, it's there. So but she is not even saying I believe the la- the Lord has given you the land. No, 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 no. She says I know. I know. So if you are not going to perish, there are certain things you need to know. There are certain things you need to know. You cannot you cannot live your life based on people's opinions. You cannot So she says to them, I know that the Lord has given you the land, that the terror of you has fallen on us, including herself. And when you read Deuteronomy, you'll see that God had even promised. He says, I will send fear to your enemies. Is that not so? And, and, And this is a fulfillment of that. This is a fulfillment of that. So she saw that the fear of God has already terrorized the land. But she made a quality decision. I'm going to stand out. My case will be different. My case will be different from the land. My case will be different from this nation. My case will be different. I will be a woman among women. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will be a woman of distinction. I'll be a woman that will, will have a different history. How about that? In fact, she made a quality decision. My family will be the only family that will be rescued, that will not perish with Jericho. It started with a decision, it didn't start with a prophecy. It started with a decision. So instead of running around looking for somebody to prophesy something to you, why can't you make a decision? Do you have the faith to decide and say, my case is different? Do you have the the faith that says, I will not perish? She had it right so she says i know that the lord has given you the land that the terror of you has fallen on us and that all the inhabitants of the land are faint hearted because of you hey this is this is not believing this is knowing in other words she can see it all right she can see what do you see? Next verse. Look at, look at what she says. Huh? She says, For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. We have heard. Have you heard anything? Have you heard what God has done for his people in the past? Is there anybody here who has heard some testimonies? Is there anybody that has heard of how God rescued somebody? Have you heard of how God rescued someone from the pit? Have you heard of how God rescued someone from death? Have you heard of how God rescued someone from calamity? Have you heard of how God rescued someone and prevented someone from getting into things that were set up for them? Have you heard anything? What are you doing with the testimonies you have heard? They might not be your testimony, but they might be somebody's testimony. Do you understand? In this case, it was not Rahab's testimony. But she was able to use other people's testimony to get out of her situation. Even if you don't have your own testimony, you can use another person's testimony. Are you getting me? That's how this faith works. This faith does not need to have its own testimony. Another person's testimony is enough. Come on. There is no shortage of testimonies. I'm telling you. There is no shortage of testimonies. You just need to listen. You just need to listen and you will hear something that will trigger some faith in you. By faith... Rahab the hallowed did not perish with those who did not believe. By faith. Amen. So I will use other people's testimonies. I don't know about you. I'll use another person's testimony. I might not have a testimony in a particular area. But I know somebody who has a testimony in that area. I will lock my faith with that person's testimony. And trust God. That's what this woman did. Nobody preached to her. <laughs> are you getting the point? Nobody preached to her. She, she just heard about what God did for the nation of Israel. Have you heard of what God did for others? What are you doing with that? Yes. Yes how he dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt. He says, And what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were on the other side of the Jordan, Sihon and Og, whom you utterly destroyed. She heard all of that. News travels. Hmm? And as soon as we heard these things, what happened? Our hearts melted. Neither... Did there remain any more courage in anyone because of you? For the Lord your God, He is God in heaven above and on earth and beneath. My Lord, This is coming from a hallowed. This is powerful preaching. <laughs> She's preaching to the people of faith. She's preaching to covenant people. Hmm? Yeah. How many covenant people do we have in the house? Mm -hmm. Some of you are too cold to raise your hands. (laughs) May God warm you up. (laughs) Yeah, okay, let's read on. Now therefore I beg you, swear to me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness that you also will show kindness to my Father's house and give me a true token, my Lord. Can you see how this faith operates? She has no doubt that these people are going to be victorious. Is that not so? She has no doubt, but not only did she consider herself alone, She thought of her family. So this faith has the ability to carry others. To preserve lives. That's how this faith works. So this faith is not self-centered. This faith can work for an entire community. Of people. Hallelujah. So her immediate community was her family. The faith that says I will not perish with the rest. I will not go down with the rest. The whole nation might be going down. But I and my father's house are going up. Amazing. So she says to them, I beg you, swear to me, by your Lord. I have shown kindness to you. So her kindness, her hospitality, she used her gift of hospitality. (laughs) The gift of a man makes room for him. She used her gift of hospitality to show kindness to them, to hide them, and to defend them, to protect them, and she now leveraged on that to say, look, guys, I've been kind to you. Let's be honest. I've shown you kindness. I could have handed you over to the king, but I didn't. So in the same way as I've shown kindness to you, I ask for one thing. The day you come, can my life be spared? And the life of my family. She thought of her parents. She thought of her brothers. She thought of her sisters. Huh? Who knows? Maybe her extended family as well. Because family in those days is not like the Western family here that we know today. Huh? Husband, wife, and two kids. Is that not the ideal? <laughs> the ideal Western family, isn't it? Yeah. You know how sometimes you get some of those packages, they say family package, and then you go and say, okay, and they say, no, just those two kids. Yeah, my friend, we're in Africa. This is Africa. I, I, I have three kids, not two. I remember those days. They say, no, 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 the family is supposed to be two. Who says it's supposed to be two? Two kids. Who oh, Who says? If it's for family, let let, let my family, let everyone. How can you say two? Yeah. So an African has, you know. (laughs) So I can imagine at their time. Yes. So when she says, her and her father's house. I am telling you. We don't know how many of them. Yes? But say they were quite a sizable family. Yes? But her faith was able to carry everyone. Amen. Which is the point. It doesn't matter how many people they can be attached. You can carry them along with this kind of faith. Also, we are not sinking. In fact, because of that, you can even use this faith to say, none of my family members is going to hell. Come on, they are not going to enter that pit. By faith, they will not perish. Yeah. There's a sentence on humanity that your family will escape by this faith. So there might be they might be practicing hollow tree right now. It doesn't matter. They can be rescued. So, she asked for a token. Give me a sign as well. So don't just give me empty words. Empty words that I, have, I cannot hold on to. There's no, well, there's no contract at that time. If it's today, they will say, let's sign the dotted lines. All right? But at that time, who's going to, where where is, but she says, give me a token. Give me something that I can hold on to as evidence. As evidence. And they did. Look at, let's read on, come on. And spare my father, my mother, my brothers, my sisters, and all that they have. Can you see? Can you see the scope of this faith? Not only myself, my father, my mother. So this kind of faith is also an intercessory faith. It's a kind of faith that intercedes. It's a kind of faith that stands in the gap for others. That's the nature of this faith. My father's house. My father... My mother, my brothers, my sisters, and not only them, all that they have. Hello? So, if my brother has two wives and ten children, he is included. Come on. Yeah. All that they have. Now, that means even if they have cattle, if they have sheep, all that they have. All that they have. Come on. And deliver our lives from what? From death. Can you see? This faith preserves from death. This faith preserves from death it will preserve you it will preserve your life it will keep you and your father it will keep you and your mother it will keep you and your sisters it will keep you and your brothers and all that they have hallelujah so death will come but it will pass over them it will pass over them when it sees this kind of faith when it sees this kind of faith, and that's what we're talking about. The faith that does not perish. The faith that says, "Huh, I will not perish. This is the kind of faith that says, I shall live and not die. This is the kind of faith that says, I shall live and not die to declare the works of the Lord. That's what this kind of faith is. That's how it operates. Do we need this kind of faith today? Do we need it in our time? Do we need it in this land? Do we need it in our day? Do we need it in our families? Do we need it in the church? We do. We do. One thing you need to understand about faith is that if you don't use it, it will not develop. If you don't use it, it will not develop. You know, I have started exercising this faith for for some years now. I'm trusting God for even my extended family. That they will not perish. Hmm? I have half brothers and sisters who are Muslims. And I'm saying, I'm bringing them before God. I'm saying, Lord, let none of them perish. Let none of them perish. I want to go to heaven with them. Hallelujah. Yeah. Whatever it will take to get them into the kingdom, let it be done. One day, Jesus will go and start visiting them one by one because of my faith. They'll be delivered from death. Come on, they will not perish with other Muslims, they'll be rescued. They will not perish with other unbelievers. They will be rescued. And that's why a lot of times I always pray for you and your family. I always pray for the families represented in our midst. So I'm not just praying for you. I'm praying for all that is connected to you. Yes. So because of that, they will be visited. They will not know why they were visited. They will not know why they they escaped. The enemy will set traps and they will escape and they don't even know why. They might be drunk, but they will escape. They might drink and drive a dumb thing to do, but somehow they they escape. They don't know why. They can't explain. It's because of this faith. It's because of this faith. Huh? Because of this faith. You know what? My dad used to be a Muslim. And each time I preached to him, we would quarrel. Keep your religion to yourself. Don't talk to me about that. I left him. But we were praying for him. Praying for him. Praying for him. You know what happened? One day he was about to board a flight from one part of Nigeria, one city to another. He bought the ticket, went to the airport. When he got to the airport, he said, he doesn't know why, he, he didn't feel like traveling again. At that time, it was easy to, 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 you know, transfer your ticket to somebody else. Somebody else bought his ticket. Flew. That plane crashed. Over 200 people died. He didn't know what happened. Did you know how he <laughs> He bought the ticket? When they printed on the newspaper the, n- the names of all the people that were on the flight, his name was there. Wow. Yeah, he sold his ticket. We still don't know who the person is that bought that ticket. Huh? The thing shook him. He says, he says to me, I don't know why I didn't get on that plane. But I'm sure it's your prayers. Hallelujah. There is a faith that says, none of my own will perish. Amen. None of my own will perish. And you know what? He eventually got saved before he went to build the Lord. Ah, hallelujah. hallelujah. Say, it works. It works. Amen. Amen. So I'm not just telling you something. That I, have, I, I don't know about. If I've never even heard anyone talk about this. This kind of faith. But I'm telling you it is real. It is real. Amen. If you will put it to use. Start exercising that muscle. Yes. Yes. Your family members will be rescued. Yes. Yes. They will be rescued. I'm telling you. God will rescue them. Even if it is at the last minute, yes. they'll be rescued. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. It works. Some of them might have to die at, 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 you know, just to be preserved from going to hell. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But they'll be saved. And then you'll meet them again in heaven. Wouldn't you like to have a family reunion in heaven? Where you see all of, all, all of everybody, you know, you visit this one's mansion, this one visit. You, wouldn't it be great? Yeah. So we need to use this faith. We need to use this faith. Even the rebellious ones, you look at them, you say, By faith, you will not perish. We are going to be together in heaven. Where I am, you will be also. You see, Jesus used that faith for the disciples. And when he was praying in John 17, he said, Father, this ones, let them be where I am. Hallelujah. Can you believe God for your family? To be where you are. In your walk with God, in the spirit. That where I am, this ones will be also. Let them be there. Hallelujah. I am so grateful to God. For what he did for my dad. How he rescued him. And stripped that veil of blindness. And caused him to come to Christ. To come to the the knowledge of the truth. After he died, you know, after he died, I got his luggage. And they, they brought his luggage. You know what I took from his things? His Bible. I could see his Bible marked still have it with me. So when I take that Bible, sometimes I just look at it and I say, Lord, thank you so much. Isn't that wonderful? This faith works. It works. It might not work the way you expect, but it works. It might not work according to your timing, but it works. It works. So continue to hold on to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah worked for Rahab. That's why I love the story of Rahab. Hmm? Come on. So, let's look at, look at, skip to verse verse 14. So the men answered her, our lives for yours. If none of you tell this business of ours, and it shall be when the Lord has given us the land, that we will deal kindly and truly with you. So she let them down, you know, and look at verse, seven, verse 17. So the men said to her, we will be blameless of this oath of yours, which you have made us to swear, unless when we come into the land, you bind this line of scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down and unless you bring your father, your mother, your brothers and all your father's household to your own house I can imagine how congested it was yes but it's faith that is at work so when faith is at work it doesn't have to be convenient, it doesn't have to be comfortable, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it doesn't have to be comfortable, but it's working. It's working a greater good. I could imagine maybe some of the brother's children will be complaining, but why do we all have to squeeze in this small place? You know how children are. They say, shut up, you you, you stay here. (laughs) This is for your own good. You don't know what you're talking about. Rahab has connected with the God of heaven, with the covenant of Israel. And you are covered in it. You are protected. Yes. So they said say, they say to her, verse, verse 19, So it shall be that whoever goes outside the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we will be guiltless. And whoever is with you in the house, his blood shall be upon our head, if a hand is laid on him. Hallelujah. So these guys, they, they, they were taking some responsibility, but they're also placing some responsibility on them. If this is going to work, you have to be in this house. I don't care the size of the house. I don't care if you are 50. 50 of you have to be in this house. <laughs> yes. Yes. But I believe God is visiting your family. I believe. It doesn't matter where they are in the globe. It doesn't matter what part of the earth they are. They cannot escape from this kind of faith. Hallelujah. They cannot escape. Mighty God. We bring them under the umbrella. Under the umbrella of this house. Under the covering of this house. And we say in the name of Jesus... Yes, we bring them under this umbrella and we say they are protected. We say they are preserved. Their lives are preserved by virtue of this covenant. By virtue, O oh God, of, of this faith in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Because, because you have received this, they are covered. Because you have received this, they are protected Amen. in the name of Jesus. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. I want you to begin to declare over your family. Your extended family. Hallelujah. Everyone connected to you. Everyone linked to you. They are covered by this. Yes, the faith that says, I will not perish. I will not perish. Hallelujah. Yes, the faith that is covering your family your children, your, your, your brothers, your sisters, your siblings, your, your, your parents. In the name of Jesus, we stand right now. We stand, oh God, upon your word this morning in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Mighty God, we will be saved with our households, with our households. Mighty God, even our extended family, we bring under this faith. We bring under this tabernacle. We bring under this canopy of faith. Under this canopy of faith. This faith is a canopy. Everyone that comes under it is preserved. They will not perish. They will live and not die. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mm. Lord, my God. Oh, Lord, my God. God. Mighty God. Mighty God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this great faith. For this great faith that Rahab has taught us. Mighty God. Thank you Lord. I declare that not one family in this house. Under this canopy. Oh my Lord and my God. Will, will be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. Even the rebellious ones. We bring them under. In the name of Jesus, we bring them under. We bring them under. That they will be preserved. They will be preserved. They will not perish. They will not perish. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you praise, Father. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. I declare. That everyone in your family is brought under this canopy of faith. The faith that says you will not perish. In the name of Jesus. Yes, this faith is is like, I see, it's like a canopy. It's like a canopy, it extends, and everyone that comes under it is preserved. I speak that over your family. I speak that over your family. And everyone that you have brought into this is preserved. The plans of the enemy are canceled concerning them in the name of Jesus. Every sentence of death upon their lives is negated, it's canceled, it's annulled right now. In the name of Jesus, we seal the gates of hell from receiving their souls. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you, Father. I declare that they are translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. In the name of Jesus, my Lord and my God. Everything that the enemy has put around their hearts, Around their souls. Around their minds. To take them away. To take them to the path of destruction. To take them to the broad way. I command to be broken. Right now. In the name of Jesus. They will not perish. I declare that they will not perish. In the name of Jesus. You will enjoy heaven with your entire family. In Jesus name. Every defense towards the gospel is pulled down from their lives. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Let's celebrate. Come on. Glory, glory. Come on. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. We've come to the end of our service this morning. I believe you've received something. And you begin to see your family differently. When you think about them, don't think evil. Don't, 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 don't look at them somehow with a strange look. Look at them with the eyes of faith. Look at them with the eyes of faith and say, You preserved. You are coming with me to heaven. If you remember how Jesus said to the thief on the cross, this day you will be with me in paradise. So you tell them, or you will say, continue to declare it over them. You will be with me in heaven. You will be with me in the kingdom. Continue to declare that over them. You will not perish. They might be wayward, but you say you will be rescued. You will not perish. Hallelujah. Let's believe God for that. Amen. Okay. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.